Welcome back to Medically Speaking 2018. This is Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital, and I'm happy that you can join us. And we're here with a full year of programs for you every other Wednesday. And we're also um, on the second Friday morning from 930 to 10 um, every month. So we have three programs a month for you. And we're really, really excited. Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a happy and safe holiday. And we are on the eve of a big storm, which is all over the place. I hear that there's predictions everywhere from two inches to a foot. So let's hope that we're on the lower side of things and everybody stays safe and warm. But we're here with you tonight to start our new year off on, of all things, New Year's resolutions. We always look to New Year's as an opportunity to take a step back and think of what we would like to do for the year. Um, A lot of us focus on weight, a lot of us focus on exercise, a lot of us focus on maybe improving ourselves, whatever that means. It looks like I have a personal resolution, my personal resolution, I was telling this to someone today, is to be the best me that I can possibly be and to be happy with the me that I become and also not worry about what others think of me. So that's my New Year's resolution. And I think it's really in tune with what we're going to talk about tonight. We are talking about New Year's resolutions versus intentions. Um, and I have here with me tonight Sue Bourgeoni, who is a fellow registered nurse and clinical manager at St. Mary's Hospital. How are you, Sue? Good. How are you? Thank I'm you for good. having me tonight. Sue is um, in charge of our pre-anesthesia at St. Mary's Hospital, as well as our bariatric program. And it really helps patients navigate um, what it means to know the difference between resolution and intentions in regards to their weight control. So we have a lot of things happening at St. Mary's with our program, a lot of real exciting things with our bariatric program and our weight management program. So I invited Sue tonight to help Decide what that difference is between the resolution and intention and talk a little bit about our program and what we have to offer at St. Mary's. So again, welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's always great to start the new year with you. So Robin, I hate the word resolutions. I just want to put that out there. Um, There's so many of us that make resolutions every year and we have all these wonderful thoughts that we're going to do special things. But a lot of times we fail with those resolutions Mm -hmm. because a resolution is a firm decision. We're going to do something. We're going to lose 40 pounds and that's it. So that first sign of things that we don't exactly lose that first five or 10 pounds in that period of time, we're like, okay, let's give up and we're going to move on. We get frustrated. We do get frustrating. Mm -hmm. But when we have intentions, that's something to aim for and to plan. Mm -hmm. And you and your thoughts for the new year are really intentions. Mm. So if we deviate from that a little bit and say, hmm, you're having a really bad day and you don't feel the best that you can be, mm. you pick that up, you learn from it, and then you move on and mm. it actually gives you a little bit more insight. So it's not that you failed, but you're an ongoing process making things better for yourself. So we're kind of setting ourselves up for failure when we call it a resolution because we 
we feel our already messed up, so forget it. I'm not going to look back. That's exactly right. But an intention, you know, is really something you can aim and strive for. Is exactly. what you're saying. Exactly. I mean, so it's a mindset. It is a mindset. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it makes you think. An intention makes you think about the process and how you're going to get from point A to point B. You really have to be mindful, and I think that. A lot of us really need to get back to being a little bit mindful, to pay attention to what our actual needs are. How do we see ourselves? And where do we want to go? So it kind of gives it a whole different um, feeling. You know, the problem, I think, with a lot of us, and, you know, I'm going to speak for my generation, because I think that my generation, you know, we are on the end side of the baby boomers. So, you know, we're, you know, born in 1960 to that 65 range. Okay, I was 1960, but we we want immediate gratification. You know, we just need to get things done. We just, we we, yes, we plan for things, but we also don't like to waste time. So we start out things and say, okay, you know, this is my resolution. I'm going to lose 40 pounds. We're going to stick with that because that's the direction we're going to take tonight. So, you know, I'm going to lose 40 pounds. And then we just say, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym three times this week. I'm going to eat healthy all week. And then we get on the scale and maybe we're even. Right. And we haven't lost a thing. And then we're like, okay, so we'll try this one more time. And then we don't get that immediate gratification. Instead of making a lifestyle change, we've then taken everything. Instead of taking it slowly, we've tried to put everything in that one month to get it all done. Exactly. And, you know, if we did lose a couple of pounds and then we fell off a little bit and then we gained five back on it, it's like, well, you know what? I failed at this again. Right. And um, I, I can't tell you how many New Year's resolutions you know, that I failed in. I mean, you know, we see it all the time with people that smoke with mm. other other habits that we want to get rid of. And, um, you know, like I said, if, if we're mindful about exactly what's our goal, what do we want, where do we see ourselves, and we really think about that, then we're able to set up some attainable goals, I think. That's such a great point. I think that we don't do that. We don't set up the goal. We just say, okay, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And if you don't even lose a pound within that first week or two, you're like, okay, I'm already failing. So why bother? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I can't do this. It's just not meant for me. You know, and then you, it's an easy way out. Sometimes it is. You're right about that. You know, and you could justify yep. it, right? You Just can. like we were saying now, we were sitting here before we came on the air. It's been a really long day and we're starving. Both of us are starving. It's probably the toughest topic to have, right? It is. Tonight, you know, we're sitting here starving and there's cookies and candy out there, Johnny. <laughs> Which we closed. Yeah, house, so. I looked and I saw the bottles of Whitman's. I'm like, oh, I'm so hungry, Johnny. Get me in that studio. I don't even want a I thing know. in front of me. But, you know, there's so many roadblocks that allow us to justify well I haven't had anything to eat so right well and that's the worst part I mean we have to think about we have to get our three square meals and mm. we have to look at what we're putting on our plate we have to get our protein we have to get our veggies and our fruits and and we have to back off some of those bad carbs that you know and, and our starches and some of that yummy pasta that we all like and we have to make sure that we eat those meals because if you don't have a good lunch, then you come home and you're like you and I are right now. Starving. And you want to clean out the refrigerator. You know what, though? Here's the thing. 
And by the way, I want to make sure that I tell everybody out there, if you want to call and please, we're live. Definitely feel free to call in and tell us about those New Year's resolutions, intentions, intentions, intentions and uh, and and some of your roadblocks to, to gaining a healthier lifestyle. But, you know, I think part of the problem with planning is just that. I have to plan my entire day. I have to plan meetings. I have to plan, you know, events. I have to plan my entire life. Food is just one of those things I want to be able to eat when I, you know, I just want to eat. So why do I have to think about what's a good carb? What's a bad carb? What's a good protein? When I have to add a protein? It, it Food has become a science for our bodies, right? Right. And we never had to do that before. So I think, especially, and again, I'm gravitating to my generation, I think it's really difficult. I don't think I gave the phone number up. 203-757-1320 if you'd like to call in. So, you know, do you face that when people come in to talk to you? Well, definitely. I mean, I think that there's a lot of things that make us overweight. Mm. And a lot of things that make us overweight that aren't involved in what we eat. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, starting off with the things that we eat, we're surrounded by ready prepared foods, fast foods, things that have a lot of uh, fructose corn syrups and processed things. Um, And and it's easy. Uh, You know, we, we all have a very busy lifestyle. So it makes us we have to think about that and we have to make that concerted effort that we're going to gravitate away from those things and I know that's hard because it is easy and Christmas is tough because Christmas and and New Year's and Hanukkah and all the months within December set us up for a like okay I'm just going to enjoy right and so we justify it's Christmas and then January, I'm going to start the new year. But truly, we may have packed on like five pounds and it is not easy to lose five pounds. No. But so that have, setting up that goal for yourself is tough. It is tough. But and you have to remember that food for most of us, it's social. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's our family time. It's it our ta- the time that we have to gather together and all of our memories. I mean, think about, I know your Italian family, <laughs> think about all of the wonderful foods that you had grown Growing up as well, yeah. and uh, so it's hard because we do have our traditions, but we can still keep our traditions, but be smarter about it. It's true. I mean, you know, I know for myself, I knew that when we were going to have a really big eating week, I tried really hard, you know, to eat lighter during the prep to that and then the days of the events making sure we got food in us so we weren't gorging right right and you have your healthy snacks so you have your healthy snacks before but as i said to you christmas eve when everyone was in my house and i was cooking those seven fishes i was so busy cooking everything that i never really ate so by 11 30 when i finally sat down with my moscow mule which my cousin so gratefully made me i ate the cookie tray because I was starving and I was like, okay, so I'm going to use all my calories in these cookies that I never get to eat. And that is really probably not a good idea. No, but we're all human and we yeah, all right. have those. And that's, those are the so ups bad. and downs that, that we do face. So bad, Johnny. <laughs> so bad. And I think, though, then going into January, it's like you want to start fresh. You want to start new. So what do you, let's talk about what you see when people are coming into you at this point and they're coming to one of your seminars, what are some of the questions that they're asking? What are some of the things you're seeing to help people figure out what the right path is for them? Well, we do have a free informational bariatric seminar every month. And when people are interested in 
pursuing any kind of weight loss process, we recommend that they, they come and they do that and talk to us first. There's a lot of options out there. And I think just making that first step to say, listen, I really need some guidance and some help is a very big thing. So uh, to me, that, that speaks volumes. Mm. Uh, you know, the other day I had somebody that said to me, uh, you know, I, I just, I can't, I can't get out of the house anymore. I'm mm. embarrassed. I'm embarrassed oh. to go out. I'm embarrassed to go to my friend's house. I'm embarrassed because I don't want them to judge me. Um, I've gained so much weight over the last year since I saw them. Oh, I'm, so sad. It, well, it is. And I, I think that a lot of times there's a lot of social isolation that we don't really uh, realize is actually happening to people because people, you know, they, we, hide, we all hide our feelings. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but but it's, it's something that we take very, very, very personally. Um, when we're able to lose the weight that we need to lose, you know, you do feel more empowered and uh, it it gives you a wonderful feeling of self-worth and that you were able to do that. Yes, it definitely does. But like, you know, I've said to you before, weight to me doesn't define the person. You know, the person, if they need to lose the weight physically, in regards to their health, that to me is the most important thing. But psychologically, it shouldn't define them, but it does. It because as does. a society, the social impact that we've put on people, the social barriers, and the so it's unfortunate. Well, and like you said at the beginning, you know, when you have a resolution and mm. you fail at that resolution, then again, you're feeling like you failed again. And and so that's the hard part. And it's like, you know, we do beat ourselves up quite a bit. And, um, you know, it's, it does become a little bit of a vicious cycle. Uh, you know, it's hard for people to play with their kids and their right. grandkids and, and chase them around and, and do all those things. I think that that's one of the biggest things that people say is, I want to be able to do things with my family. I want to be able to go to the movies and, right. and be comfortable and, and or, you know, on a trip or uh, any of those things. It's just like the little simple things that a lot of people take for granted. Right. You know, I think it's really important to talk about what we do at St. Mary's to help empower people before they make the choice whether surgery is right for them. Because when we're talking about the bariatric program, which we are going to do prior to a patient actually having or going down the road of surgery, there is an entire team that supports them in getting to the point where that decision is made, correct? That is correct. So what happens after a seminar? Why don't we start there? So we have our seminars. We have our seminars, and during the seminar, a person can come, you know, by themselves, with their family, with their support. We always recommend that they bring somebody who's their support person Mm -hmm. or or people with them. And Mm -hmm. during that time, they get to meet one of our surgeons, uh, and I'm usually there. They get to meet our dietitians, and they also get to to uh, hear from some of the people that have had surgical procedures before for weight loss. And 
you know, I, I always say that you can, we could talk about a lot of things, but that is the most impactful, mm-hmm. I think, when you're talking to somebody who's actually lived that situation and, and really understands what's going on. Um, after that, you know, people think about things, I mean, which is a really good, you, you have to be aware right. of exactly what's going on. Because it's, it's a it's big, a big decision. It's a big decision. So we recommend that they see a one of the doctors at that point in time and just go for a consultation and discuss exactly what kind of health problems you have mm. and to see whether or not you're a candidate. And if you uh, are a candidate, it depends on how we do what's called a BMI, which is taking your height and your weight. And then determine exactly where you fall. Everybody has one of those little things on apps on the phone or on the computer that you can check what your own BMI is. But usually, if you have a BMI of over 40, you don't really need to have any other health problems that go along with it to qualify. But if you're... If you are like 35, you need to have one comorbidity or so to uh, qualify with the insurances. It's a long process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's made to make us absolutely aware that of the big step that people are taking. Mm-hmm. There's most insurances do require that you have six months of dietitian counseling. And, you know, during that time, you know, the, the dietitian will go through exactly what your lifestyle is right now and what you eat and, you know, start to make modifying changes. Um, you know, there's a lot of drinks that are on the market that you know people think are healthy because of the way the marketing is but you, if you look back at those labels i mean some of those things have like 47 grams of sugar in them some of those some of those shakes or those protein shakes that we think are really good for us that are pre-done right are not right, right? And, and even some of the um organic juices yes and things yes. they're really loaded in sugar so <laughs> we kind of think that we're doing all these wonderful things because we're you know seeing the organic sign but you still have to be really careful and look at those labels um, our patients see a psychiatrist or a psychologist prior to their surgery to make sure that uh, they resolve some of those concerns about eating and why they overeat and what gets them to in the first place Mm -hmm. i mean i'm a stress eater i can Mm -hmm. tell you that and you know things things happen and there's a lot of different reasons that you know if we have an emotional situation so we go one way or the other a lot of times. So. I eat because I like food. I know that's really well, bad. Well, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. And Italian, you know, I you know. grow up with all these things. <laughs> I know. It's true. And then patients will see their cardiologist to make mm. sure that they don't have any heart problems because a lot of times if you're overweight, you know, that's more stress on your heart. So we want to make sure that, you know, your heart healthy. You see mm-hmm. a lung doctor if you need to. If you have sleep apnea, that's a big thing. Um, you know, for for those that don't know what that is, it's actually when you can stop breathing. You snore usually a lot right, right. and you can stop breathing And people that are overweight, that is a common, Very common. occurrence. And if you are someone that's going to undergo 
a procedure. If you choose to go down the road of having bariatric surgery, then one of the complications, I mean, to have sleep apnea is concerning if you're going to go anesthesia, correct? The anesthesia part is, I mean, the, when you have anesthesia, they're always controlling your airway. So that right. part is very safe in okay. that respect. Okay. But when you are waking up, if you do take pain medications or anything like that, we do want you to bring your CPAP machine in and, mm-hmm. you know, we make sure that your oxygen level is is always good. So, you know, but it's definitely one of those considerations. Mm. And it's diabetic. Too. Diabetics, absolutely. And those things are things that are um, very well resolved after you start to lose weight. So let me let me go back. So let me make sure I understand. So when the patient or you know when the individual presents and they make a decision that they want to potentially yes have the surgery done mm-hmm. because we want to stress that and we're going to talk a bit about the bariatric program um, after we take a quick quick break but when a, an individual comes to one of the sem- seminars it is our goal to identify them physically and emotionally as to where they're at with all their physical workup, meaning their cardiac, meaning their pulmonary, their general physical workup. Look at their diet with, mm-hmm. the, with the dietitian, and then additionally do some psychological training and, and research rather to see where they're at and why they overeat. And then looking at that in total as to what they are and where they're at. Correct? Correct. I mean, there's a lot of people that take medication for depression. Mm. Um, A lot of those medications can make you gain weight. We take medications that can cause us to have fluid retention. So there's a lot of different things. And some medications just make us feel so tired that you know, it's it's hard to get from point A to point B sometimes mm. just to go and, you know, to have the energy to go outside and to walk around the block or whatever. Um, but, you know, it's you have to be at the right place at the right time of your life to be doing that. And but the best part is if you see your primary care physician or one of your our surgeons and, you know, you're not quite ready to jump into that step. I always recommend that people have dietary counseling mm. is, you know, and that's your physician can can do a referral to the team and just start that process. Right. I, that's that's a great point, because we have a full um, nutrition counseling center. Maybe we want to give that a little plug. Yes, we with definitely full do. of dietitians that you know, with a referral from your physician, can work with you on a weight management program and start that road of eating healthier and see where that gets you. But it's kind of being, um, being a, you know, that you're responsible to someone. So if you have a dietitian working with you, you have to answer to her exactly, him, right? Yes. So let's talk a little bit about the diet, the uh, diet um, center, the nutrition counseling center. So when, like I said, when the first thing that they would do is determine, well, they ask you a history as well and find out because there's, you know, if you're diabetic or, you know, whatever, if you have high cholesterol or triglycerides, mm. those are all things that contribute 
to mm. uh, what's going on in, right. in your body that they need to address. And, you know, during the times that they see you, they, they, they do some dietary modifications and they try very hard to have uh, you understand exactly why you should be eating certain things at, at certain times. They make you understand why it's so important for you to have three square meals a day. Johnny, don't and, fool around with um, Sue here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. They hung up. They hung up. I'm That's sorry. okay. Call us back. Johnny was messing around with the microphone, yeah. with the uh, <laughs> with the headphones. We apologize. So during during that process, I mean, you know, people really have a lot of success. If you're diabetic and your sugars are not well controlled, right. you know, many many people. You know, they don't really understand how that mechanism works. And once things get under control, they feel so much better. And have you seen instances where people that have come in for the seminar and then started down the road with the nutrition counseling have lost the weight and then just stayed down that road? Absolutely. I think it's so important for people to understand that. You know, we talk about our bariatric program, but it's a weight loss management program because we have the nutrition counseling center now, too. Plus, we have the exercise program. Right. And it's all about the health and wellness. We have a support group. We have uh, a support group the second Monday of every every month. And uh, then we have a Wednesday. Wednesday morning group. Um, and I, I recommend that people attend that. You don't have to be in our weight loss program to come to one of our support groups. And so it's people that are thinking about what they need to do and or people that have had something or going to have something or people that have had things done 10 years ago. Hmm. You have to remember that 10 years ago, they didn't have programs like right. we do now. So, How does someone find out about the support group? Oh, you can come to our website. Uh, you can go to stmh.org or go to thefirststepbeginshere.com and that will take you right to the weight management Area and it tells of, you about the support. And it tells groups. you about the support groups. We also have a specific telephone line that you can call into, and that's 203-709-7722. And we, you know, I, I would call you back or somebody else on the team would call you back depending on what your questions were or concerns uh, and try to help you with And that. direct you down the right path. Exactly. So when is your next informational session? This coming Monday at 6 p.m. And where's that? That's right in the hospital in our uh, conference center. Mm -hmm. At St. Mary's. At so St. Mary's. If you're not familiar you park in the front of the hospital it's the easiest thing to do i know it's cold but it's nice open parking right. and you can go wide into the hospital and then the guard can direct you yeah or right. just walk down that sidewalk or walk down the sidewalk to the conference exactly. just be careful crossing, crossing the road the i know i always worry in the dark with people crossing the road but if you park in the ramp garage we have signs yes, correct we that do. go through we do that go through so i'm going to take a quick break when we come back i want to talk about our program mm -hmm. and why our program stands out we'll be right back Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Robin Sills from St. Mary's Hospital, and we are Medically Speaking, and this is Medically Speaking 2018. So welcome to our new year, and Happy New Year to everyone out there. We are in preparedness for the big storm, the blizzard of 2018. I remember the blizzard of 1978. Oh my God, I was a senior in high school. A lot of fun. Really great to have an entire week off from school and go tobogganing with my husband and our friends at Fulton Park. 
Those were the days. Those were definitely the days. But tomorrow... Is your toboggan ready for... Toboggan is all... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Rich cracked that toboggan. There's a rock at the bottom of Fulton Park that if you hit it just the right way, it would split your toboggan. Yeah, well, that happened. That definitely happened. Get the get my lettuce. Yeah, right. everybody's was everybody was with me at Oliver's yesterday and today. So we've all been to Oliver's getting our stuff. So um, we speaking of food and binging and indulging. That's what we do during a storm. You know, why is that, Sue? We're here with Super and Journey, who is the clinical manager of pre-anesthesia as well as our bariatric program at St. Mary's Hospital. And we're here tonight talking about weight loss management, our bariatric program at St. Mary's. And there's a storm. And when there's a storm, the grocery stores pack, but they pack getting stuff like, okay, I have to cook food for a year. I know. Right? Right. Because we're like nesters. We are nesters. Right? We, yes. And how many shopping carts have piles of toilet paper and paper towels? Oh my God. No, the first thing I like think that. about is what am I going to cook? That's right. Oh, it's so <laughs> funny. And you got to cook it early enough because you're so afraid you're going to lose power. Right. Thank it's goodness so I have true. a gas stove that's now, it. so that's pretty you're exciting. You're all set. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Oh my goodness. So before we went off on the break, and I want to let everybody know that we are going to end a little bit early. So if you do have a call you want to call in, please do so. We're going to end a little after 10 of 7 because there is a basketball game that we need to break for. And I'm very conscious of our local high school basketball. And we want to make sure that we provide enough time for the team to come in and set up. So we will be ending a little early. But if you do have a call, 203-757-1320, we're happy to indulge a call. Before we went to the break, we were talking a bit about weight loss management and why it's so important to understand where people are at and getting the right care and making sure they're the right fit for a program what i'd like to do in the next um 15 minutes that we have together is talk about the program and what makes saint mary's program stand out from the other programs and i believe the longevity of our program the talent of our physicians and the accreditation that we have is truly feathers in our cap all the way around. So well, I'd like you to speak to that if you can. I, I definitely feel that it's a feather in our cap for sure in many, many, many different ways. As we said before the break, a lot of people that come to the support group may have had surgery 10, 15 years ago. And, um, you know, right when they were starting the, the process of weight loss surgery, and they didn't have a process. They had a surgeon that did the surgery pretty much and Mm. then people were kind of left out uh, on their own to figure it out to figure it out at st mary's we've been doing uh weight loss procedures for over 10 years we have three very talented surgeons uh dr aziz ritchie who has been uh doing the surgery for over 10 years he's an icon he is an icon he's (laughs) cardiothoracic surgeon as well amazing does everything and we have dr shady macaroon who's been with us for many years as well and uh dr shohan shetty so who's brand new to us over the last two Two years, years right right so between all three of them, uh, you know, we're very, 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 very fortunate. Uh, we have, uh, we are an accredited facility, and and that's a very what does that big mean? Deal. Well, there there were two boards: the American College of Surgeons and the Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery Quality Improvement Program. They kind of just kind of meshed in together, and uh, they 
they created a program and what it does is it sets the bar high and at mm. St. Mary's we try to even set the bar higher than that but we have to do a certain amount of cases a year we have to have very positive outcomes mm. we have to do, uh, document those outcomes in a national database that you know it, we get reports on quarterly uh, we have to have all of the facility be uh, appropriate for people that are overweight. So, you know, the equipment, it, it, even the chairs and the waiting areas. Well, we just created, we created uh, three years back a whole area on our seventh floor, correct? Yes, we did. Well, yes, it's a suite of rooms. The so suite of rooms. There's specific rooms that uh, were done that have the, the beds go to a thousand pounds and mm -hmm. there's overhead lift systems for people that need a little bit of extra help. The bathrooms are specific for people that have some limitations. It's so important because the last thing you want to do is make someone uncomfortable. Correct. That they're not, that the hospital space can't accommodate them. And I know we've used those bariatric groups not just for that surgery, but for a lo any oh, larger no, patient. Any larger patient, you know, any and medical it's or It's just surgical. dignity to a patient. You're right. And um, so even, you know, the, our the the staff at the hospital, they're all trained in sensitivity, mm -hmm. hospital-wide. And then our nurses in our operating areas and the recovery room and our surgical floor up on O'Brien 7, mm -hmm. all of that team has, has had special training as well to enable us to give really quality, safe patient care. And I think that that's the most important thing that uh, we have to offer. Um, we have an exercise program, so if you are have surgery, you get a free month, and that's in our cardiac rehab department, which is awesome. The team there is fabulous. We've had Shannon Newman in, who is the exercise physiologist that helped start that program right. for you, and she loves that program. She said it's just, and you know, it's so intimidating. You know, I know they call it some of these places judgment-free zones, but it's truly in intimidating to go into some of these places where people are dressed really in these well you know outfits that are you know more show than they are for exercise right. and but to be able to go into a clinically managed Mm -hmm. area where nurses are there to monitor you because if you're overweight you've got some concerns being on a treadmill correct? well that's exactly right. right and and people all have different abilities mm. so what they are what Shannon will do and her team is make sure that is people stay safe and that they're doing the appropriate exercise depending on what their limitations are. Some people have difficulty tying their own shoes mm. and some people are out running about and everything else. So it's 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 a little bit different. So it's I varied. love that personalized service. During the times of our program though, it is only our people. That's wonderful. So it's another form of support and it is truly no judgment. So. Yeah, that's wonderful. So the people within the uh, bariatric support group 
group, they're able to use that facility or bariatric program. They're able to use that facility as a team. Yes, it's that's wonderful. It's for, and like I said, you get a free month if you are you are in a surgical program. Uh, after that, we do give our patients a, a free week at the Y. The mm-hmm. YMCA has uh, very kindly done that, and great uh, community partners. Great community partners. But the best part is our foundation at St. Mary's Hospital offers our patients three months free, and that's subsidized for by the our y? foundation for the YMCA. That's wonderful. It is. That's wonderful. The no, foundation has done such great work for our community and, and community health and wellness. That's fabulous. So when you go through the accreditation process, these are all pieces that need to be in place. Correct. So what happens? They come in and tour the facility? They oh, go through your yes. Pro- they tour the facility. They they comb through our charts. They mm-hmm. look at all of our outcomes. They interview all of us, the surgeons, the staff, uh, the um the dietitians, everybody that's part of the program, and they make sure, they scrutinize and make sure that we're doing what we need to be doing. And we we are very lucky. We have extremely positive outcomes, mm-hmm. and our patients are extremely successful. Uh, we are doing about 300 cases a year right now, wow. bariatric-related cases. And, uh, you know, our patients are... You know, we three hundred cases a year. Yes, wow. Various various different procedures wow. that are bariatric because there's so many different procedures. And we're going to have one of our surgeons on in the next several weeks to talk more about what procedures are out there, what they mean, how they work. That would be great. Yeah, I think that's so important. So. When we got this accreditation the first time, it was three years ago. Yes. And you have to renew it every, every three, three years. years. And we just got our reaccreditation. With so no problem. With no problems. And we are the only facility in this area, in this area yes. that's an accredited that facility. That's a big deal. And a lot of insurance companies do require that you do go to an accredited facility. Uh, we have special uh, things with some of our insurance providers, with Anthem, with Optum, um, with uh, several others that we have had to do a certification process as well. So, oh, uh, with the insurance company with insurance itself. companies itself. So you have to go through a multitude of, of accreditation. Yes. Wow. Well, we've chosen to because that's wonderful like I said, because you take advantage of doing and going that extra mile for the patient care. That's right. So when you look at the surgeons, the surgeons also had to have special training, correct? Oh, correct. In bariatrics. So they're not just a general surgeon. So let's speak to that for a minute. No, they are all trained in bariatric surgery. And, uh, you know, they are in the American Academy of Surgery. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they have had to uphold all of that and continue with their continuing education, just like we did as nurses. Uh, I just received my certification this past year as well, last, wow. last February. So, uh, which, you know, it, it encourages, encourages people to make sure that they stay up on all of the new right. technology and uh, all of the education that's available. Plus, it's wonderful to network with other facilities Absolutely. in our area. And it's so important to know that we at St. Mary's take it so 
and we take it so seriously in regards to the accreditation process because it is means the safety and wellness of your program and we have been doing this for over 10 years and so now to have this accreditation and get reaccredited is a big deal because you have to go through a multitude of steps yes now with the surgeries and i'll ask the surgeon more about this when they come back i know I'm, we have a few more minutes right we have a couple more we have five more minutes when the surgeon um performs the surgery we have the ability to do it both laparoscopically open and robotically correct we don't i i you don't have, do it robotically no, no, right no we do we do we don't do open we procedures don't do open. we do it robotically um, and laparoscopically yes. i think that in the last 10 years i think that there was one case that was done open okay so everything is done laparoscopically and what that means is there's five little little incisions that are made in the belly Mm -hmm. and uh, the doctor uses special instruments to go in and uh, you know can easily do things safely that way and uh, we also do the gastric sleeve procedure robotically the really neat thing too is which I, I never um, don't take the chance to promote because mm-hmm. I'm so proud of it that we actually have two robots at the hospital and one now in our surgery center out um, in the west end of town and at the Naugatuck Valley Surgery Center and so proud that our physicians have been doing robotic surgery. We're the first in the area doing the robotic surgeries. So they're very adept. Very adept. Very adept. And I do like to promote my Dr. Richie because he's one of the few surgeons that's done all three. Right, and has been trained and done procedures in all three, going from traditional open to laparoscopic and then to robotic. He right. amazes me that man. Well, and his preference is the laparoscopic. It is. Yes. It is. It definitely <laughs> is. It definitely is. He's he's definitely. We all is. have our favorites. We do all have our favorites. So to recap, because we only have a few more minutes, I want to tell people. Well, I want to tell people a little bit about what the first steps for them should be. So. You're more than welcome to come to our seminar on Monday night at 6 Mm p.m. And it's usually, it lasts about an hour. And again, it's free. Uh, we healthy would, snacks, health, health, water, water. All water. right. I always look about feeding everybody. See, I, know, right? I am a bad, bad, no, bad you're not. representative. You're, you're comfortable. <laughs> good. Um, so you are more than welcome to come. I highly recommend that you go on to our website at stmh.org and go to the weight loss surgery area or the first step beginshere.com and that will route you also to that site and you can learn a lot more about our program just checking out what exactly we have and what's available Um, and you can call us on the bariatric line 203-709-7722 and if you have any specific questions that you would like to ask me uh, that's not on the air uh, feel free to give a call and we'll get back to you uh, really quickly so um, another thing for because of the three surgeons you mentioned that are part of our bariatric program Dr. Aziz Ritchie um, Dr. Um, Macaroon as well as Dr. Shetty you can find them on the St. Mary's website by going on Mm stmh.org you can go up top and up top you can click um, 
you're killing me, Johnny. <laughs> He's killing me because they keep putting up how much time I have left. I Do they want me to go off? Do they want me to stay on? Anyway, you they can click. Like the I can get yeah. Just <laughs> click on the Franklin Medical Group up on top. And if you click on the Franklin Medical Group, what you can click on is specialty care. Click on our surgery, and then you will be able to pull up every single one of our physicians and then learn a little bit more about them, where they're located. And if they call the surgeons directly, their offices, will the surgeons get back to them or someone on their team will direct them to you? Either way. I mean, right. if they want an appointment, whatever their needs are, it'll they'll definitely get taken care of. What about insurances? Have you seen good coverage with not only the weight loss surgery itself, but the whole process of getting there with the... Um, working with the dietitians, it depends on what your insurance carrier yeah. is, and um, it, some of the commercial insurances are a little bit difficult. I always tell people to check out if they have bariatric coverage. I always mm. tell them if you know their significant other, check out that insurance too, right, because right. you want to make sure that you're covered. I think that the most important thing that you need to remember is that a lot of your medical problems are definitely, definitely going to be taken care of. Once we drop some weight, Johnny's killing me. Don't talk to you. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> and with the weight loss surgery and the weight loss surgery process, the uh, success of sustained weight loss is uh, usually about 75 to 100 percent. Wow. Wow. So. With, you've had 300 go through your program. Oh, that was last year. And that was that, last year. And then this, the year before, yes. So every year is 300. Uh, it, well, be, that was when Dr. Shetty started in with us naturally. Right. You know, right. when you because have your a third surgeon, third the surgeon, volume you can accommodate yes. more. The one thing, though, I wanted to get across, now that Johnny's telling me you have two more minutes, what I did want to get across is people need to understand that you don't go directly into surgery because that period when you're with dietitian it's a six-month period correct most of the time right it's so just so people know that up front yes most of the time it's not a quick fix right it's definitely not a, it's a lifestyle change it's a lifestyle change and um you know it's it's not the easy way out by any right. way shape or form and they've they've done studies people that have had weight loss surgery typically or weight loss mm. typically live 12 more years than wow. people who are obese. So it's a good intention. It's a very good, good intention. intention to have and right. to set a goal. It is to set a goal. Within the intention. Absolutely. So Sue, one more time, the, the seminar is? Monday at 6 p.m. at St. Mary's Hospital in our conference center, which is just adjacent to the main hospital. And the phone number? It's 203-709-7722. I want to thank you so much for joining me and helping us start the new year off right by creating those good intentions for 2018. And I'm glad you can all join us tonight. And we will have this available for you on podcast next week. You can also click on to stmh.org and click on to our podcast from there. And we will be back on the 12th with another show at 930. And then in two weeks from tonight with our Wednesday night show at 6 o'clock. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and stay safe in the storm. Take care.